from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Time comes I want to be ready 
to take me when my Jesus comes to take me. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope from Pune, India. And now, here's a nature study. By Esther. Title of the talk, Kangaroo Rats. Dear listener, today we are going to study about kangaroo rats. The kangaroo rat doesn't worry about what he will drink for he gets his water just like all of the other pocket mice and rats from the food he eats, which is mostly seeds. Kangaroo rats live in the southwestern United States. They are basically hermits, in that they each have their own house away from other rats. Kangaroo rats will build many tunnels in the ground and have as many as 12 entrances to their house. These rats will go out and gather up seeds, storing them in pouches in their cheeks. They may get hundreds of seeds before coming back and unloading. They unload the seeds in the tunnels where they are continuously moved from place to place. The seeds are not only food but then humidifiers as well, both of which are necessary for survival. These little creatures are about 15 inches long, more than half of which is tail. They have short front legs and long black legs like a kangaroo. That's where they get their name. Their tail is used to give balance as they jump. It has a nice bushy clump of hair on the tip. They have pale yellow to dark brown hair on top with a white stripe along the side and down the tail and a white underside. The female will have her babies twice a year and she will have from two to six in a litter. Naturalists say that the tunnel house becomes a nursery of infants mewing like kittens. When they get angry, they will thump the ground. That is a warning to stay away. Dear listener, kangaroo rats put most of their energy storing up food. God wants us not to worry about our physical needs. If our spiritual life is right with Him, He will take care of the rest. But most of us have so little faith that we don't want to trust Him that far. Tell God today that you want to trust Him. Then, Really and truly trust Him and see what happens. You'll be surprised. Thank you for the nature study. We are sure our listeners enjoyed it. To learn more on nature, keep listening to Adventist World Radio. We will be studying different objects of nature because there is a simplicity and purity in these lessons direct from nature that makes them of the highest value. The children and youth 
all classes of students need the lessons to be derived from this source. In itself, the beauty of nature leads the soul away from sin and worldly attractions and toward purity, peace and God. Dear friend, death, struggle, pain and violence were not part of God's original creation. Let's discover what was the world like when God created it. To know more on God's Word, you could also write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Post Box No. 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on adventistmediacenter at gmail.com. You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org slash English program. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. Their chains were fastened tight Down at the jail at night Still Paul and Silas would not be dismayed they said it's time to lift her voice Sing praises to the Lord Let's prove that we will trust Him Come what may God wants to hear you sing When the waves are crashing round you When the fiery darts surround you When despair is all you God wants to hear your voice when the wisest man is spoken and says your circumstances as hopeless as can be. That's when God wants to hear you sing. He loves to hear our praise On our cheerful days When the pleasant times outweigh the bad by far But when suffering comes along And we still sing Him songs That is when we bless the Father's heart
Time to hear God's word. Have you ever wondered why your faith has been shaken and why your hope had been shattered? You know, there are many times in life we find that our passion is gone. You know, today we are going to talk about a little bit about renewing your passion for life. Jesus' passion caused him to go to the cross. Jesus had a passion that caused him to leave heaven. It caused him to come to this earth. He had a passion for you and for me. And you and I are supposed to live life with passion. God wants us to have a passion for everything that we do, especially a passion for him. And many times we lose our passion for living. We begin our careers and we have a passion for our career. We want to do very best. We want to make it to the top. We want to be the best we want to achieve. We want to do all that we can, but somewhere along the way, we lose that passion. And we find ourselves just barely getting by, just doing the minimum and just doing the least that we can. Sometimes we lose our passion for marriage. We find ourselves in our marriage not passionate as we were when we first got married. We had that honeymoon love. We had that spark and we had that passion in our marriage. We could not wait to see our spouse when we got home at the end of the day. We couldn't wait to be with them. But somehow or the other, we lost our passion for our marriage. Those things don't hold interest anymore in our lives. But you know that passion can be restored. Many times we lose our passion for Christ as believers. When we first became Christians, we had a passion for Christ. We couldn't wait to serve Christ. We could do enough for Christ and we could spend enough time with Christ. We wanted to pray. We wanted to take part in the church services. We wanted to be in the word of God always. And you know, now we have lost that passion. No longer do we want to do those things anymore. And now we just sort of go through the motions of serving Christ. We just attend church services, but there is really no feeling in it. There is no fire in it. There is no passion in it. We just sort of do our duty and go through the motions. But it is really dull and monotonous and there is nothing really passionate about it and you know 
That is not very much fun either. We really don't like living life that way. But there is just something about life. There is something about things that happen to us in life as we go on our way that steals passion from us. So I'm going to be talking about restoring your passion for life. Now today, in Luke 24, we find two disciples who had lost their passion. In fact, they had shaken faith and they had shattered hope. They were followers of Jesus. These disciples had seen the miracles of Christ. They had great faith in Christ. They had committed their lives to him. They believed he was the Messiah. They believed he was going to deliver Israel from the Roman yoke. They believed he was going to bring in the kingdom of God. They saw him raise the dead and open the eyes of the blind and straighten the lame limbs. They saw him do all sorts of marvelous things. But now Jesus had been crucified and they lost their passion. Luke 24, 13 through 17 says, And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all things that had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that ye have one to another as ye walk and are sad? Now this is after the resurrection. And Jesus joins himself to their conversation. But they don't know it is Jesus. Maybe their eyes were filled with tears. Maybe they're walking along and looking down at the ground because they are so downcast. But at any rate, they don't recognize that it is Jesus. Luke 24, 18 to 21 says, And the one of them whose name was Cleopas, answering said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? And hast not known the things which have come to pass in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death, and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which would have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Then we go on to read in Luke 24, 28 to 32. And they drew nigh unto the village, whither they went. And he made as though he would have gone further. 
But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and brake and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished out of sight. And they said one to another, did not a heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, while he opened to us the scriptures? In other words, their passion was restored. Did not our heart burn within us? I want to tell you, that is what we need as Christians today. We need burning hearts and we need a fire lit in our souls for Jesus Christ. And that is what we need in our job. That is what we need in our daily lives. We need burning hearts. We need hearts that are afire and ablaze. We need a passion for living because you see, that is what is behind every great life. Behind all great art, great literature, great music is someone whose heart is afire with passion. Passion makes the impossible possible. Passion energizes life. Passion is that which keeps life from being monotonous and boring. Now the dictionary says that passion is an intense emotion. It is a strong feeling, a great devotion, and an intense conviction which fuels and motivates us toward compelling action. Now passion is the difference between going through the motions and doing something with all your heart. Passion is the fire in your belly that causes you to get up in the middle of the night to try to figure out how you can get something done the next day. The Bible uses this word passion and it calls it zeal. It uses this word in a sense as a devotion to a cause, the cause of Christ. The disciples, when they came to know Jesus had risen from the dead, had passion. They said, our hearts burned within us when we came to know Jesus had risen from the dead. You know, through this experience of this disciples, you and I know that if we come to know who Jesus is, if we know that his presence is with us, and if we know that Jesus is always there for us, there is always passion in our lives.
The Holy Scriptures says, Your world is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. Psalms 119 verse 105. Indeed, my dear listener, what a treasure we have in God's Word. The Holy Bible is relevant to today's issues and gives solid guidance for daily living. With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To learn more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. We invite you to follow our programs also on our website. That's awr.org/englishprogram this is your host sharad and i'm maureen signing off from adventist world radio do join us again along with your family and friends until we meet again via radio we wish you goodbye and god bless you